Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. Coming in hot. Coming. I, I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm kind of awake. You, what are you, um, what are you eating? Did you go to Dairy Queen? Yeah. Well, so you. Is that I what was, kept me waiting here? Yeah. We, <laughs> so we were. Ra- I've been sitting here so that you could go to Dairy Queen. Hold on. Hold on. So you mentioned that you were getting ice cream with your fam and then and I was oh, racing so back from Omaha. This is my fault. No, no, no. This is my wife's fault. <laughs> Okay. So we have a tendency of reading each other's minds, which can be scary, you know, because I'm like, did you just think that? Or did I just think that? Or God, I hope she wasn't reading my mind on that. Anyway, so you put in my brain ice cream, not three seconds later. She's like, what if we went to Dairy Queen on the way home? And I was like, boom. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah. It's happening. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad so that you guys got to do that. It's not a shit can Sunday, but it is a, bl- a mini blizzard. With Reese's and Take Five bits in it. Take Five. That's a candy bar I haven't heard of in a while. Yeah. I so I normally just get the Reese's. What's your Reese's Blizzard? That's my go-to. What's your go? What's your Dairy Queen go-to, Steve? I get a strawberry malt with extra malt. <sighs> the hell's wrong with that? Are you judging me? I just think that I don't know, man. What the if you're wrong at with like the classics. A, if you're a yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna sh- I'm not gonna ice cream shame you, you. I was gonna say, really, that's how we're starting off tonight. I just feel like I don't know. I don't hate that. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you yeah, for letting man, me I, have my ice cream preference. I just uh, I don't know. I I'm such a creature of habit when it comes to blizzards. It's like Reese's only, and I've like tried to deviate from that. See, I don't. I like my Reese's just as Reese's. If I want ice cream, I I don't need that in there. I get it. Yeah. I get it. We went to Scoops. Oh. That place is the bomb. The square ice cream thing is kind of weird, and I'm sure it's a way to just put less ice cream in the bowl, but whatever. The ice cream is really good. I got a beef with Scoops, man. Do tell. Well, the one out south, you go to the north one, huh? Yeah, we go to Meadow Lane. We keep it real on the north side. I don't know. I got to give them another shot. There's one time I went there on a bike ride. Really stoked that they had Dole Whip. And then they. Oh, you told me. I remember that. They didn't have Dole Whip. You're still whining about the Dole Whip. I'm not whining about it, Steve. I just. I'm kind of one of those people that if you. You screw me once. Fine. If you do it twice, I'm never coming back. I quit the store. I pull a straight up George Costanza and I'm never coming back. Right. Well, the jerks, the jerks tour called and they're all out of you. <laughs> Welcome to the trying to be better podcast with Joel and Steve. <laughs> I am, I am hot off the presses of being cooked by rock and roll and the sun for two days at the outlandia festival. I love Bellevue. it. It was, it looked great. Um, it was great. We were very nervous because we like saw this thing and had this amazing lineup mm-hmm. and we're like, well, it's at a place that I know exists, but it's the first time this festival's ever happened. Right. 
are like, are we going to, is this going to be the, another fire festival situation? Like, no, no, it, no. I knew it was going to be great immediately because Brandon Miller's top notch and Falcon Moon Park is awesome. Dude, it was great. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 recommend. It was a lot of fun. It was very chill. It was, mm-hmm. everybody was really cool. There were a couple of people that passed out uh, <laughs> during Wilco because I think they'd just done a lot that weekend and were a little heat strokey, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But, um, all in all great i saw the breeders that was awesome I saw wilco the national did great um band of horses i feel like the, i saw band of horses once and i felt I, they were playing with some other bands and they just kind of stuck out like a sore thumb so i was like i don't know who these guys are i really really was impressed um but again wilco was unbelievably good there you know i've been trying to see them for a long time last time was with you actually Right. I was kind of worried. Some clouds started to roll in and I was like, oh God, please not, please not again. But right. it they were great. So um what did you get out of going to this festival? Did you have what a revelation? It? Did you have a moment? Did you did You know what? I'm glad you asked, Steve. Because so Well, I was trying to think like I that's something that's been rolling through my brain is like, what's the point? Okay. The point like why is would you, least, why do you do that? So, you know, if it were a if it were two days of bands that I knew and loved and knew all their stuff, I don't think it would have been the kind of experience that I had, which was a positive one, mm-hmm. because there were a couple bands I'd never seen and I was like, stoked to see some that I was familiar with, but I'd never seen live, and some bands that I really didn't have a lot of experience with at all that were very surprising, namely the national. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've only heard a few of their songs. It was kind of like, eh, I don't really know. They just didn't really get in my stream. Sure. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. And then also silver sun pickups. That's they had a, a lot of them on the social medias. They were fantastic. Um, and then getting to see Kim deal and the breeders play the, you know, it, that was awesome. But like cannonball. Oh, well, she, yeah. And they, she also played, they played Gigantic by the Pixies, which is a song that she sung on Surfer Rosa. Oh, okay. Um, that was that was really special. Hmm. Um, but it was like getting to like be down amongst the thing with bands that I didn't really know very well and just mm-hmm. kind of getting to take them all in, you know, mm-hmm. with with people around us that were fans. It's not like like if the national were on a tour, I don't think I'd go out of my way to see them. Right. Or the Silver Sun pickups or even Band of Horses. Mm-hmm. But we made it a point, you know, like, well, we're going to check these bands out because we know people that like them. Right. And so Kirsten and I were talking about, it's like, it was kind of nice to like take in a whole set of a band that were f- really good, but that we didn't know anything about sure. and just sort of take them all in. So that, that was really what I got out of that. And, you know, I don't know how people do those big ass festivals like Bonnaroo and shit. <laughs> like you got to pace yourself. I that was right. a small little two day deal where, we parked and you know left it wasn't like camping out in four stages and all that like i don't man a you whole gotta week, hydrate you gotta hydrate people the hydrate, one guy took a, hydrate don't dihydrate took a took a dive right behind us during california stars by woke are you like, serious That's he a just like kill. he just turned to a liquid it was it was brutal and mm. afterwards jeff tweedy was like Hey, I know this is a Woodstock 99. Are you guys drinking water? Like we can all spread out here. Like 
everybody needs to chill he's like i don't know that funny he was like i don't know that he must be watching that documentary on woodstock 99 dude that was yeah he was like i'm not sure i i don't sure i'm not sure you want the last music to be you know wilco you hear before you die before you die and everybody went (laughs) yeah it is right Uh, like really we're not that great (laughs) like i mean i'm happy we're here and everything but yeah you don't want to you don't want this to be your last experience you don't want this to be it (laughs) it was it was excellent it was really it was a good time i i I, kirsten's like maybe we make this a thing every year i'm like i'm down i'm down the only reason i wasn't there was because i had a gig yeah how was the gig you hadn't you haven't you haven't played with them in a minute no we have not since like march wow yeah, it was fun. I mean, there was like all of 12 people there because I think everybody that would normally be at Bodegas was at Outlandia. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> right. Uh, but no, it was fun. We played good, had a good time, you know, but we sounded good. It felt kind of good to dust off those rusty strings, you know. How how many practices did you do before? Oh, that three, I think, total. Oh, kind of get back into it. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple spots we probably could have done better last night, but it doesn't matter because it's rock and roll, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we played, you know, with a plum mm-hmm. and, uh, had a generally had a good time and, uh, that was good. Our past guest, Dave Gracie came out, which was cool. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it was fun. Um, and we're also playing, uh, this Thursday exiles really messing up my social life, man. <laughs> like it's kind of turning into a job all of a sudden because i couldn't go see wilco again again and I, mark mark maron who is you know if anybody listens to us on this podcast knows that we're kind of fans of right um is going to be in town thursday but i, I can't go to that show because i got to play an exile show you got a rock and roll baby it's fine what did i tell you on the text message he, what i don't remember <laughs> something <laughs> shitty <laughs> i said I said, don't hate the things you love or don't hate the things you wished for. Don't get mad at the things you wish, wish for. I know. And it's fine. And I do take it in stride, but it is definitely that moment of like, man. Yeah. Fuck. I really want to go see Mark Marin, but I, this is, you know, I am so what am I going to do? Call in sick, you know? Right. Well, that's, I feel that way. Like, you know, when I'm working on a show, it's like, right. I, I have to miss all kinds of shit. Like there were th- like, you know, tool has come around here like twice or three times. And I you couldn't go. My, my buddy, Andrew was like, Hey, let's go. I got you a ticket just in case. And I'm like, I, I can't, uh, I can't like he, he, they're coming around again this really? November or something. And he's like, I bought an extra ticket. Should I go to that? I think you should go to that. I think you right. should go to that. Fine. You know, Where are they playing? I think they're playing in Omaha or Kansas really? City. Maybe I might be confused. No, I'm pretty sure it's either it's either Tool or Pussifer, which are two completely different things. I don't think that I yeah, would I recommend care. Pussifer for you. Yeah. But if if Tool comes close, I'll, I should go. Take your wife because I think she would at least enjoy it. Yeah. If you don't enjoy it, she's gonna love it because she likes the the heavy the heavy metal. You like? Well, I I like. The 15 minute spirally, it's like, is it like, is it like Russian circles? No, it's not like Russian circles. <laughs> Cause that's the 15 minute spiraling. I mean, I liked Russian. I enjoyed, well, I, don't, 
I respected the Russian circles experience. Yeah. Ru- Russian circles is this really heavy post-rock band. We went to see with our friend with past guests, Greg, Wright. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, and hopefully future guest Colin Egger. Yeah, it was heavy. It was heavy, but see, that was, that was one of those things where it wasn't, it wasn't, it was just an endurance contest. That's all it was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get it. After like 20 minutes, I was like, I, okay, you win. You win. <laughs> Congratulations. You know, it, I wasn't, saw- it wasn't fun for me. A few, a few years ago, there was a, um, God, who was it? It was, it was Primus and Mastodon, I think, and somebody else. And I went primarily for Primus, but I went with um, my friend Adam, who I met at a show in Omaha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, we were supposed to be at Pinewood and we were, I was kind of there for Primus because I'd never seen the Primus. Right. Right. <clears throat> but Mastodon like played first and I, I was like, I can't, I can't. It was like two songs, three songs. And I'm like, I'm out. And I know that Matt Marnowski, when he finally gets to this episode, will be very angry at me. But it was just like, <laughs> it was so, so much, man. I It was a lot. My face was thoroughly melted too soon. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. So, anyway. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think that you should see Tool. I mean, if you don't, I, w- I, I, I would recommend, I, I'll, I'll give you like a, a primer, you know, like this is what you should listen to maybe to kind of get in the mood i've listened or not, to it. or not i don't know I've, i mean i've listened to all the records okay i don't know i'm sure it'd be one of those things that the concert would be awesome so it would be all right just, fine i'll think j- about it based based purely on the their musicianship you would get a kick out of it like it would be mind-blowing okay fine yeah they're wizards they're wizards okay kind of like kind of like when you took me to see rush you know oh fuck that was great yeah it's i mean it's a different they're prog rock in a way it's yeah, different yeah. though it's different than you know rush i think is a very different thing but True. that sort of like spectacle and like wizardry uh so speaking of spectacle we're gonna go see roger waters <laughs> oh my god how stoked are you for that i'm 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 excited i'm i'm excited for that i i'm a little I think I, I've come to the conclusion that I'm a little jaded. <laughs> Pray tell. I just, you know, it's like I'm kind of, I'm sure I'll be excited once the house lights go down, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's like I'm kind of doing it almost in a, um, not a kiss the ring sort of way. I joke about that with, with Bob <laughs> Dylan, you know, mm-hmm. gotta go kiss the ring, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I, uh, I'm sure that it'll be an audio visual spectacular. Cause that's what he does. Yeah. You know, and, it, but part of it is literally just like, again, like so many other things I've, you know, Pink Floyd's been in and around my life, almost my entire life. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I had the opportunity to go see an original founding member, do the Pink Floyd things, mm-hmm. and I'm not getting into the whole, don't flame me. Not that anybody <laughs> ever emails us at TTB podcast at gmail.com. But who actually is Pink Floyd or whatever? Because I actually don't care. Yeah. But um, over the last you know fifteen years or so, I would say that Roger Waters is very much carrying that torch. You know, more so than David Gilmore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in the you know big arenas or whatever. Yeah. 
Um, and I have seen videos of his last few tours. They're all just amazing. Mm-hmm. Just, oh my God. Are you serious? That last, the wall tour was mine. Was that? Yeah. 2015, 2014, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And he kind of did it the way he wanted to do it back in the day. Well, and, and with, now we had the technology with, to do it. Right. Exactly. With the, the advantage of technology that wasn't from 1980. Right. So, yeah. So anyway, I am, I'm very, I, I will say it. I'm, I'm excited about that. We'll I'm, do a, maybe we do a little before and after podcast. Oh, sure. For anybody you know? that cares. Hey, if you're li- somebody is listening right now that gives a shit. Right. Okay. Sure. And this podcast That's what is I tell myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah, that'll be fun. Plus we get to hang out. So that'll be good. It's always good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. uh, Oh God! Do I even want to get into the whole um, uh, Trump having nuclear codes at Mar-a-Lago thing? <laughs> well, we just did. I know. <laughs> I, uh... I, I I wanted to. Um, I posted this deal. It was past guest and Diacetus, which I hope yeah. I'm saying your name right. You nailed it. Yeah, she posted this deal which I then reposted because it's amazing, which is from this Australian website called the shovel. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? No. Okay. It's so good. And I'm going to read it because it's amazing. Are you ready? Yep. This is the shovels view on the Donald Trump FBI raid. It says we are certainly no fans of Donald Trump. Let's make that clear from the outset. But yesterday's raid by the FBI in the home of a former president, sets a dangerous precedent, a precedent which now means that anyone who evades taxes, attempts to undermine an election, sexually assaults women, manipulates the value of their assets, uses state resources to enrich themselves, or aids and abets the overthrow of a democratically elected government will be subject to investigation. (laughs) Is this the world we want to live in? (laughs) Where anyone accused of insurrection can be subject to the questioning from law enforcement officers? It's a slippery slope before we know it. Regular citizens accused of defrauding the government, concealing evidence, manipulating financial documents or perverting the course of justice will also be held to account. Or to put it another way, if we simply shrug our shoulders and fail to question the actions of the FBI, soon any old Joe citizen who is suspected of ripping classified government documents into small pieces and flushing them down the toilet will be obliged to answer to law enforcement as well as their plumber if we don't ask the hard questions about the potential motives of the fbi now soon any one of us who buries our ex-wife in a small grave at the side of their golf course in order to gain a tax concession will be treated with suspicion as trump supporters put it so clearly yesterday if this can happen to a president it could happen to anyone who has committed insurrection assault or fraud that's chilling we are on new ground here As Donald Trump himself made clear, this is the first time a former president's home has been raided. Proof, if we ever needed it, that the FBI shamefully only targets people who it considers to have committed a crime. Who gave FBI Director Chris Wray that authority? As we made clear at the start, we're certainly not Trump supporters. But in today's partisan world, it would be easy to fall into the trap of cheering on the FBI's action without taking a step back to look at the bigger picture. If Trump goes to jail, it opens the door for every lying, corrupt, perverted piece of shit to go to jail, too. Is that what we want? The end. Oh, uh, you know, 
<laughs> I'm glad satire isn't dead. You right. know? I mean, that's amazing. That is pretty amazing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's I, I was I, I don't know where I saw this or if I just sort of my mind pieced it together from the amalgamation of the algorithm. But it, it's almost as if there's this attitude amongst the supporters of Trump or or the GOP or or any I mean, and Democrats can be guilty of this, too. Don't get me wrong. This idea that free what freedom means is that their version or a misguided version of freedom is they ought to have the freedom to do and say whatever they want while at the same time having the freedom to tell other people what to do or say yes well that's called authoritarianism yeah there's like this the i yeah yeah and and the the complete dissonance of what you know six years ago was this Com, uh, total <sighs> attack on the idea of you know Hillary Clinton and her emails and and mishandling uh, confidential information, classified documents. They should you know should, they should be she should be locked up and and how dare they and you know and then all of a sudden it's like the tears that were falling on Fox News after all this happened is just it's like. It really, I don't, I don't know that there's uh, actual um, uh, intent, like that they know that, that the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing in this point. I really think that there's, that you can be so embedded in what you think is right that you don't see how completely contradictory it is. And I, I think that some of that is happening. Like Marjorie I'm, Taylor Green tweeting an inverted American flag and saying defund the FBI. You're like, wait a minute, you want to defund the police too now? Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. right. Let's yeah, talk. Fun. It was funny how quickly that turned. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, but Marjorie Green Taylor Green is also the person that <clears throat> recently publicly said she was against solar power because she wanted to be able to use lights at night. <laughs> So she might not be the sharpest tool in the old toolbox. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. What? That's a thing. I mm-hmm. want to be able to use lights at night. Yeah, it's like once the sun goes down, you won't have any power. That's that's her level of understanding of solar power. I'm sure she's used a battery before. I. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not well, the brightest bulb. Right. And I've just come to the conclusion that that the people that follow, you know, Trump and the ilk, like it doesn't matter what they say or do, as long as they say the horrible racist things. Yeah. (laughs) That's really that's that's like that's that's it. They can well, like I just read, you know, says you know, subvert democracy, assault women whatever it doesn't none of, none of it matters because they're that's the that's the team but that's that is i mean in the beauty of that satirical statement is something pretty profound which is there is the, the clutching of pearls after all this is very interesting because it does lay bare the privilege of well if they can do that to him they can do that to us and it's like right yes yes that's, that's how, correct that's correct yes. 
Right. Absolutely. That, that's that's how I guess laws are supposed to work, <laughs> but not to us. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel I, like there's a, there's this it lays bare the um, implied and sometimes um, flat out overt mm-hmm. um, immunity that's mm-hmm. given to high uh, to to politicians and to um, you know uh, uh, corporate you know overlords or whatever there's the white collar has never really been called to task on a that's lot of correct. things in the same way that you and I are or or um, marginalized communities the, the common person doesn't you know have to deal with those has to deal with those consequences whereas there's this understanding that if you're at a certain point you don't have to deal with those consequences. you don't have to right and that yeah, like why should we shouldn't be held accountable because it's them that are doing the bad things. And it's like the the knee-jerk statements from all of the folks on Capitol Hill like you know, Ted Cruz for fuck's sake, just like you know, there needs to be oversight. This something's wrong. It's like what that's if called, was- that's projection. Yeah. Like what if there was a, like Well, know. it doesn't I mean we're now in a place where the uh, what is it CPAC, mm-hmm. the uh, conservative conference or whatever, is they're yeah. probably proclaiming themselves now as domestic terrorists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You shared that image, mm-hmm. and I saw that elsewhere. Yeah. And I thought it was a I thought it was a doctored thing. I thought it was nope. a joke. Nope. It's legit. So they put this on there for those of mm-hmm. you following along at home. They put in the CPAC sort of conference big digital scoreboard or whatever they hell out have out there yeah screens we are all domestic terrorists yeah and one of the spokespeople later tried to walk that back saying well it was tongue-in-cheek but it was <laughs> among other things that were absolutely not tongue-in-cheek like yeah. that's that's literally the platform now it's awake not woke which i don't what is the difference there? I don't. Well, the, the difference I saw a thing uh, that the you know conservatives are labeling liberals as woke because they can't say or understand the meaning of enlightened. Wow. <laughs> wow. Good, hot take. Yeah. Awake, not woke, which woke basically means educated. Yeah, that's basically what it means. Because it goes back to that whole. Um, the thing we <laughs> like my God given innate knowledge of epidemiology is greater than Dr. Fauci's. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm awake. He's woke. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you mean woke, you mean studying and being like the nation's disease doctor for <laughs> four, four decades over six presidents. He, you know, more about, for example, COVID than he does. Yep. And how the, is that exactly? I just do. I just know it and I just feel it. I, think I have that a, that's I have a very strong personal belief that I know more than that Dr. Fauci. That's I'm, awake. That's and I, awake. And I'm I'm being um uh it's it's being uh supported by people that I listen to and follow. I mean, yes. we've talked about the echo chamber before, echo chamber before and I Yeah, we are one. Yeah, we, we totally are. But 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 for the but for the right side. <laughs> but the idea though is that the difference between 
so that idea that you, you, you know, I have a feeling and it's and my whole like worldview, spiritual beliefs is based on how I feel about how, about how the world ought to be. Mm. Then anything, if I'm presented with evidence that challenges that, then it's wrong because that's not how I feel right now. The danger in that it's like, it totally undermines the most basic fruits of education and critical thought well we don't need that either it, well that's and that's why Especially we, not you know, they're going to indoctrinate my kids into that into that gay lifestyle well that's yeah dude and that's we can go down that road too it's like that's why it's so scary that you know the educational system is being literally attacked mm-hmm. and being given word being assigned uh words like pedophiles and groomers and that's that's again just projection absolutely yeah but it's like let's think of the worst thing we can say and get away with it and there it is yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and i i and i you know i have to say be very careful about saying things about oh i don't know churches and religions and pedophiles yeah let's not let's not bring that up because no Uh because that's that's the third rail <laughs> sure is mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, it's it's interesting and i I feel like um i don't know well that's I, an everywhere problem though joel every place has pedophiles <laughs> <laughs> you're not yes but not oh, not God. everybody protects them yes. refuses to call the police on them exactly yeah right. relocates them and continues right. with keep them on the payroll right yeah and, and gives and, them fresh meat and and solicits millions and millions of dollars to pay their legal fees <laughs> yeah. on Sunday mornings. Oh, and uh to keep women pregnant. Oh god. Mm-hmm. This is a slam back into reality from two days of peace, love, and music, Steve. Well, see, there that's what I was asking. Like, what did you get out of that? <laughs> I'll never well I went uh this is back uh I took our friend uh Maddie K from Omaha. Hi, Matt, if you're listening. And uh, we went to, I took Matt, kind of kidnapped him actually um, to take him to his first Grateful Dead concerts in Wisconsin in 2018. Oh, yeah. And on the morning or late morning of the second day, we we're just hanging out, killing time for a showtime. And there's, we're in this nice little town in Wisconsin, and it was like their town days day, you know, <laughs> the, the festival, you know. Welcome to town days. Basically, what it was, you know, arts and crafts and yeah, yeah. cakes, and it was pleasant. It was really nice. And we're walking along, and Matt kind of stops, and I could tell something was chewing on him. Like, what's going on? He's like, "Don't you feel guilty?" And I'm like, "For being here." He goes, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Why would I feel guilty?" Well, it feels like we should be doing something about all of this. And I just like, I said, "Man, you got to recharge sometime." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you got to recharge. Yeah, it's in perspective. Unplug mm-hmm. for a minute, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and that so that's kind of you know I, I think that's the um because there is definitely an element of um I'm gonna let other people do the hard work of like canvassing and getting out the vote and all that, but I'm gonna be go be spiritual mm. at a music festival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. i feel attacked <laughs> right well i'm attacking myself gotcha because i'm guilty of that myself yeah, you know yeah. yeah 
I'm getting ready to go do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. that's, but, but that's, I, I don't feel guilty about that because yeah. it, it is a time to, it's called a fucking vacation. Yeah. I was, um, I was thinking about that on the way home. Cause like, I kind of, you know, the rhythm of my career is one that I really enjoy, but it's also, it, it comes with some weird, um, some weird time shifts. I, I'm being vague. Uh, your the, hours all are all over the place and some months you're working and other months, not so much. And right. And so this slam back into work kind of for me starts this week with classes starting the following week. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Kirsten, it's like the same, the same moment ha- can happen at a music festival when, you know, like you, you know, you, you go, you, you, you walk the half mile to the, to the, the Greek food truck and you get to the, <laughs> finally get to the front of the line and you, you are, you are cocksure that they're going to have falafel and they don't have falafel. No and falafel. it's like, what the fuck do we do now? The hell kind of Greek food truck is this? Exactly. And so it's like, you kind of have to choose, you have to still have to dance with that shit. And, and, and I say all this to say, like on the way back, you know, getting kind of ready to slam back into work. And I'm like, you know, I can also choose to have a different, I can choose happiness in this work. Like what we were saying about you and the, and the, um, the exile shows. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, well, I mean, yeah, those moments are going to happen where I feel like this sucks and I'm not getting what I want. Um, but the real trick is like, how can I, how can I navigate to joy with that? How can I choose happiness in that? You mean just like be grateful for the blessings, be grateful for the blessings. Yeah. And also realize that like, this is what, this is what we, this is what I, I chose this. I chose this path. Like these are the things that I was praying for and wishing for. Right. And isn't that funny though, how, how quickly like the, I guess for the sake of brevity, I'll call it the ism can change you know the it's just the it's the the lack of gratitude Mm -hmm. omnipresent pervasive my incredibly blessed life but yeah but now i can't go see the show i want to because i have to go play a show (laughs) i can't go see the rock and roll because i gotta go play the i gotta go play the rock and roll (laughs) i always i always think back to i was thinking back to um I don't know. It was a while ago we were talking and you're like, when you were, you, you were younger, you're like, all I want to do is play guitar in the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And like, you literally are playing guitar in the Rolling Stones in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you're going to be hard pressed to find a better tribute front man than Eric Delaney. Oh, amen. I, I, I I love Eric so much. (laughs) We should get him on here. Yeah, first oh, that's just to hit record and take a nap. <laughs> just put two questions in the chat let box. Go. Let it roll. Yeah. Yeah, he actually his he shared with me his daughter Claire, I think, played a show a couple of weeks ago someplace downtown. But she sang this original song just accompanying herself on the acoustic guitar about um their family dynamic, I guess is the simplest way I'll put it. And it's amazing. Oh, wow. It's amazing. She's amazing. The song is amazing. And, uh, you know, it hit Eric kind of right in the feels because he's a large part of that. And uh, it's very um, vulnerable, I guess, is the way I put the song. You know, and it's just really beautiful. And I, you know, 
it was I was glad that he shared that with me. Um because mm. I think it was kind of a a tender moment for him, mm. you mm-hmm. know. But yeah, anyway, back to like I get to I get to play in a rock and roll band with a Rolling Stones tribute act with the best Mick Jagger person ever for 500 miles. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a blast. But it's also like, yeah, you can. It's, I a, mean, it's a gas, gas, gas. As oh, they would say. boy. Yeah. But you, it, it, it's like, yeah, I, I, I would like to work to find more joy and gratitude in what I can easily consider the suck and the slog right. of life. Cause I, you know, like I saw a meme recently that said, you know, there's, there's five things that people on their deathbed, you know, talk about. And, and these are like hospice nurses have sort of compiled this or something. Right. One of them was, I wish I would have known that I could choose happiness. That's kind of what oh, was on wow. my brain. Wish I would have known that I could choose that instead of mm-hmm. trying to buy it or grasp. Just for choose it. happiness. I can just choose happiness. My friend, uh, Christina, uh, from Lake Tahoe, who now lives up in Alaska. Um, when we first started hanging out years and years ago, she said that she did that. Mm. Like in high school, she was, her nickname was desolation girl. <laughs> Cause she just kind of carried around this bag of sadness, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then one day she just decided that she wasn't going to do that anymore. Hmm. And that's always stuck with me, you mm-hmm. know? And she was able to do that. It was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to choose happiness. And she did and has, and has a great life. And it's just this ray of sunshine, you know, in the world. And, mm. uh, um, I, I haven't been able to make that leap. <laughs> I haven't been able to just choose. Ha- <laughs> maybe that's a, maybe that's a daily exercise. I think you're right. I think it's like every, I can, I can experience happiness and choose joy and gratitude. And then. 30 seconds later, something will happen that I think that I think is ruining that. Yeah. And I think I have to then it's, but here's the other thing, like Mary Stankavich past guest name drop. She likes to talk about and remind me in her Dharma talks a lot about like, don't use your spiritual path, whatever it is as a way to bypass the necessary human experience. And sometimes it's like, fuck, I want falafel. That sucks. Or, I'm really, I'm grumpy right now and I need to feel that grumpiness or I'm, you know, yeah. whatever it is, don't use your spiritual tools to bypass that and try to like, you know, well, silver lining yourself. Well, and I, I mean, I do think it's okay to be disappointed. Yeah. It's right. okay to be disappointed. Like that's a natural response to looking forward to something and having the rug pulled out from underneath it. You know, mm-hmm. it's okay to say, gosh, that doesn't make me feel great right now. Yeah. You know, that's normal and natural and probably healthy to do so, you know, instead of imposing some sort of toxic positivity bullshit on it. And then once that's done to get on with the business of, you know, living. Right. Yeah. Get on with the show. Right. Yeah. So I'm I'm preparing my disappointment to not see Donald Trump get taken out of Mar-a-Lago in handcuffs. That's probably not going to (sighs) happen. Probably not. That's, I mean, that's my, and I know there's a couple of people that might listen to this that'll call me to task for saying this, but until I see that it's all a circus and doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, how many, how many hearings have we had in the last six years? A lot of hearings. That's what I'm saying. And every time it was like, go oh, God. And I'm like, no, no, 
because the system is rigged and we're fucked. Well, Rob Bell talks about it too, that systems are designed to ultimately to protect themselves, to remain systems, to remain systems. Yep. Yeah. And this, I mean, this, this is just, this didn't start with, with the orange fucking criminal person. This has been happening for a long time. He's just the latest symptom of it. And the most obvious one, right. You know, these power structures have been in place for a long time and uh, they, they just become more malignant. That's all. I, I'm thinking back to kind of, I don't know where I, I was, it was, uh, it was a long time ago, but it was, you know, still in our, in our current era of mass shootings. Oh, it was a great era and we're still in it. But after that, I remember seeing something or saying something or having a discussion with somebody and sort of the, the moral that came of that was, it kind of hit me was like, we want to blame society but we we are society right you know we want to blame and i totally guilty of it but like we really and that's i don't know i mean it's like <clears throat> how do i on a on a macro level try try to choose joy and happiness throughout really dark situations you know like you turn on anything and it's like yeah all this crap about trump and being indicted and all of those things are are i guess interesting but also like probably not going to be the satisfying that you think they're going to be right and like they're finding mass amounts of polio in the fucking wastewater in new york city for fuck's sake it's like how do you find joy in that it's like well you don't you don't find joy in that that stuff can suck and you can feel the suck but you can Mm -hmm. also like go for a bike ride go to a show practice with your bandmates Right. Go to work joyfully, you know, like, how do we do this? I don't know. Well, and that it goes back to, you know, if we're trying to be better, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that I mean, we've, I mean, this is kind of the refrain now at this point, which I'm oddly okay with, which is that we just got to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. and not melt down and not end up in my case, standing in front of the federal building, holding a sandwich board, you <laughs> or, know, or a Molotov cocktail or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or being, or like now the people that are getting killed, breaking into FBI offices yeah, or dude. trying to ram a car into the white house or whatever. Cause they're right. so completely fucking unhinged. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. Yeah. That's I, There's a part of me. It's like, oh, that's about right. <laughs> To me, that's just Darwin. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, like yeah. fuck around and find out, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, so let me ask you, like, this might be a vulnerable question, and you can throw it right back at me. What are some ways that you can that you see right now in this moment or the, the in these times mm-hmm. that you could do better to take care of Steve? Oh, well, I mean, that's I'm doing it, I think. I have, you know, I have well, I talk to my friends. Yeah. I have an artistic outlet. I have a spiritual practice that sometimes I actually do. Um, it's fallen off a little. Like last week, I had a big thing going on at work. So I was at work at 630 in the morning. Yeah. You know, get leaving the house at 545 every morning. I, I'm not going to give up four o'clock to meditate. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Right. Um, but the awareness of, of it, the awareness of, of the absence of it is sometimes super helpful, too. Totally. And <laughs> so like I, that and um you know, um, trying to move forward at work and trying to be present with what's in front of me, mm-hmm. and trying to, with some success, um, be 
I don't know, proactive in my own life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just take care of the nuts and bolts of the day. Like today, t- today I literally did almost nothing. Wow. Nice. It was the day of George. I mean, I literally like I watched a movie, went out to eat, um, sat with a dog. Mm. And I haven't done that in what feels like a decade. Good for you, man. It was great. Yeah. I, That's productive. You know, like doing nothing is productive. I think so. Totally. I mean, like I, I gave myself permission today. I, felt I was sitting on the couch. I did do a couple of loads of laundry, but like, I mean, I have a, you know, a never ending list of things I could have been doing. Mm-hmm. And I gave myself permission to not do any of them lay on the yeah. couch. Right. I haven't even Good. showered yet. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I might after we get done here. I haven't decided yet if there's enough time. Um, <laughs> Who needs it? I don't know. Be right. um, I hear, you know, good things about personal hygiene, but um, so, yeah, I mean, like, the, like just to take like a self-care afternoon, mm. I, mean, I, didn't get, I mean, normally I'm in bed by 10 o'clock at the latest. I got in bed at two forty-five this morning, you know? Yeah, right. It's like, I, I needed a day just to just not. Yeah. Because then, the, yeah, you'd be fucking dragging ass by. Yeah. I mean, it just tomorrow too. Not that I quote, I mean, like, do I deserve that? And it's, I yes. don't know. And frankly, I don't care. Yes, you totally do. Like, I don't like know. I work hard. Yeah. I, I, I equate like I, one of the things that I'm trying to do is like, uh, uh, recently. So I've, I've been really trying to be in the la- in a, in a good habit the last few years of going to get my yearly physical uh-huh. around my birthday. So I, I did that and my labs came back. Okay. Except for my bad cholesterol was bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, part of that's genetics. Part of it's probably diet. And, you know, so I'm like, okay, I need to look at that. And, um, I was like, I really don't want to take a bunch of medication. They're like, well, you can go do this thing. So I got this CT scores. They basically did a CT scan of my chest Yeah. and then, you know, to look for calcium deposits or whatever. I know this is riveting for all of you. It is. (laughs) I'm riveted, but it, it came back zero, you know? So it's like, okay. But so that means it's on me. It's on me to like eat better. Right. exercise with a little more vigor. I've been really good about being active. I do yoga pretty much every day. Um, and I get on my bike a lot or I walk with Kirsten, but I'm like, you know, probably add some weight training to this and probably, you know, make a few better choices with my diet. Probably be all right. You know, like, <clears throat> and, and I, I guess the, the going back to the larger topic of like, how do you wade through difficult times it is also about um, making sure that you're present for those times, right? Making sure that you can take care of yourself and be present for when and if the shit hits the fan. And um, if you're constantly ignoring that those times exist, then you are never going to be present for them. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, that's, you know, one of my favorite guided meditations is Thich Nhat Hanh's Calm and Ease one on the Plum mm-hmm. Village app. Yeah. And one of the whatever passages is, you know, smile to your suffering, smile mm-hmm. to everything. Yeah. Smile to everything, smile to everything, even your suffering. Weird. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a, that's sometimes a challenge, but it's very helpful to smile to it. Genuinely. Sometimes I can right. smile like, of course my tire blew up. You fuck, you know, like, <laughs> I don't think that's what he means. 
I don't like, think that's what he means. You know, that that like Joker smile of chaos that I can have, like fucking. Well, that's the, the Cheshire grin kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But to smile to it, like, uh, you know, to, yeah, to welcome it, to allow it. Kirsten right. and I were talking about that because we, we decided on a whim to go to the zoo this afternoon, the Omaha Zoo. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to get a little balled up because my favorite thing in the whole wide world is penguins. And so we're at the penguins exhibit and there's like a million toddlers and they're screaming. And here's the other thing. That would drive me crazy. Kids just get to scream. Uh, Yeah. In public. Uh Uh-huh. If I did that. I can't do that. No. I'd get security called. Right. Anyway, Kirsten. When kids scream in public, it's usually out of like joy and delight. Yeah. Well, it could have been all of it, but all, all I heard was screaming. Right. So I was like, and Kirsten said, what if we just looked at everybody here? They're allowed to be just who they are. We just allow, just Im- instantly allow all of these people, these nope. kids. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What an order. I can't go through with it. Yeah. You know, it's like the smile to everything. It's like, yeah, man, that's interesting. They just get to be who they are. They just, well, there's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with them. <sighs> right. That's a stretch. It is. <laughs> oh, good God. Yeah. Well, cool. It's nice to see you. <laughs> it's nice to see you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we uh, we definitely did something. We did something. <laughs> I hey, don't know. I feel better. I feel a lot better. There you and, go. And honestly, goes all the way back to the beginning of this. It's It means a lot to me to just spend time with you. You too. Mm-hmm. I assume these are getting sent out on the internet. So, yeah, but the most that's important thing we're doing that the most important thing is to get to hang out with you. I yeah. Really well, that's why we started doing this. Yeah. Um, I am working on getting a really interesting guest per a conversation from a couple of weeks ago. So okay. everybody stay tuned for that possibility. I'm um, excited. Yeah. Hopefully next week. So we'll see. Sweet. Oh yeah, we got to do the Johnny Cake thing with the guy in the place. Uh, yeah, let's set that up with Matt. I think that that could happen. I think that'd be cool. I think we can make that happen. All right, I'll text him. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, that'd hopefully good. you get to bed at a more decent hour tonight. So. I'm I'm heading there. I'm going to do the post processing on this bad boy, and I might shower. I don't know. We'll see. Then you, can uh, you do it at the same time? No, unfortunately. Okay. All right. But yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. all right i'm glad we did it Mitty. but yeah me I, too made it I happen just, i mean we, we you know we've we like two let's call you months. betty I, you, Dude, can call I, me <laughs> you can call me but i'll call you betty i don't know i like i like slurred like a drunk old man in the dq <laughs> drive there was like oh uh, yeah i'll have a reese's a mini reese's uh blizzard and then my kirsten will have a uh mini uh it was just like bad <laughs> I, my brain is so tired. I bet. Yeah. Anyway. Tired from all the blessings. Yes. I am exhausted from my blessings. Cool. Indeed. Yeah. All right, man. We'll all see right, you sometime. Man. All right. See you around if you don't turn square. Oh, my God. Later.
don't forget, toot your hooter.